welcome to EPOD, our regular look at the Parliament's agenda for the next week. I'm joined by our Head of Parliamentary Intelligence, Richard Steele. And next week, it's a red week in the calendar, but the week that Richard lives for, Strasbourg. Richard, tell us what MEPs will be talking about. Well, I think tax will again be very high on the agenda. So following Commissioner Vestager's rulings on the sweetheart tax deals with Starbucks and Fiat... Sweetheart tax deals sound terribly romantic. Well, nothing romantic about the Parliament's Tax Committee, which, if you remember, was this special committee set up some eight or nine months ago following the LuxLeaks scandal. Uh, and now uh, they will be voting on the 1,000 or so amendments that have been tabled and adopting their final reports in committee... Uh, on Monday uh, Monday evening. Okay, so it sounds like it's going to be a pretty weighty report. Uh, Richard, why don't you tell our listeners what they can expect to find in it? Well, I think it will repeat many of the things the Parliament's been calling for in terms of country-by-country country reporting, a common corporate, uh, com common consolidated corporate tax base, uh, and many of those uh, issues on tax transparency uh, that are dear to the Parliament. Okay, and the way the Parliament has gone about producing this report, setting up a special... Uh, committee. Is this, do you think, the start of a, a growing trend of the Parliament trying to ape the US and perhaps even the UK where you have large investigatory committees who are capable of summoning people, powerful people within the establishment, holding them to account with all the associated... They, they would dearly love those powers and I think they feel that the, as the Parliament has grown in its own powers and, and, and status that it should have those. Um, although they've managed to get national finance ministers in front of them, they felt very frustrated by the fact they've not had access to all the documents they'd like, and particularly by the fact that uh, uh, invitations went out to a number of multinationals, inviting them to come and explain their tax situation, most of which uh, they declined. The upshot of that is that we've now got uh, the socialist group saying that they won't uh, meet with uh, representatives from any of those companies that refuse to come, Tax Committee has given them all one last chance to come in a couple of weeks' time and uh, we'll see what happens from there. But certainly this, uh, uh, this effort from, from, from MEPs to try and ensure witnesses come uh, and give them evidence is going to grow and grow. OK. So, tax top of the agenda, what else uh, is going to be occupying MEPs' time? Well, refugees' crisis obviously won't go away. Um, there's been a summit a, a week or so ago. Of course, there's still the fallout from um, that very divisive European Council summit where we saw two or three uh, of the Visegrad countries from the eastern states yeah, the east voting West against. Split. The east-west split was very visible then, increasingly being visible now within the heart of the EPP group itself. Meeting down, the party was meeting down in Madrid this week. Uh, Merkel, Orban, all the prime ministers but also two rather different views of how to deal with the crisis coming from Commission President Juncker and European Council President Donald Tusk. OK, but is this just MEPs airing their dirty washing in public then? I mean, splits between uh, within political groups, between political groups, or is there anything tangible likely to come out of the discussions in Strasbourg? I think what's going to come out is a sense of frustration. I think the feeling that the last summit on the 15th of October didn't sufficiently tackle the, the, the problems. The EU still not speaking with one voice. We've got a summit coming up this uh, this Sunday uh, on the Western Balkans migration route. Another one in the beginning of November, the Valletta summit on on uh, on African dealing with African countries. 
So it's an ongoing, uh, an ongoing point of discussion, um, but not one that's got an easy solution at the moment. Okay. Uh, and your final point on the agenda? Final one is, is this uh, whole Volkswagen scandal. Uh, we had a couple of weeks ago Commission Bianchowska come to the plenary uh, and give the uh, give MEPs there um, her position. And were they satisfied? They, they clearly weren't. They felt that she wasn't giving the issue enough uh, sense of urgency, was far too happy just to accept that national supervisory authorities would somehow deal with this, and clearly vexed by the fact that it had been uh, US authorities rather than European ones who'd uncovered the whole uh, the whole scandal. Okay. But is there a, a kind of wider issue uh, here following this scandal about trust in business? I mean, you don't get much more trusted in brand terms than Volkswagen. If Volkswagen can be involved in a corporate scandal of this scale, has this got implications for other stakeholders and other sectors and the way uh, stakeholders in Brussels will start to, to look at them? I think it does. And I think certainly this is a, 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 a warning to any company that how quickly a reputation can be damaged um, and how quickly their dirty washing can be um, flung around the corridors of the European Parliament. Flung around the corridors of the Parliament, indeed. Okay. And your MEP of the week, please, for this week. Okay, I've gone for the, the Spanish EPP member, Pilar del Castillo, who has been the long-suffering rapporteur on the telecoms um, single market regulation. And finally, I think we all thought there'd been an end to this issue of roaming charges. Certainly MEPs have been putting out press releases for years saying end of roaming charges, but there has but now... now is the real end. Now, now apparently the real end is uh, set for mid-2017 and she can take a bow uh, for having uh, helped all European consumers cut their telephone bills. Optimistic tone on which to end our e-pod for, uh, for this week. Thank you, Richard. Thank you to our listeners. And uh, we will be back soon.